Hey there, everybody. This is Pastor Terry. Welcome back to the Grace for a Journey podcast. So glad that you are with us. We are in Matthew chapter 15, and Jesus is absolutely dropping the hammer on religious people. Now, there's nothing wrong with being religious per se. Typically, if you're involved in a good religion, it causes you to be a good neighbor, a good citizen, a good friend. So religion in and of itself isn't necessarily bad. But here's what has developed during Jesus' day. The Jewish people who were commissioned by God to guard the law and to guide people to the eventual Messiah who would come, they failed. They became worshipers of the law and they became power hungry and they became consumed with the money they could make by running all the temple exchange programs, <laughs> like, like uh, buying animals for sacrifice and financial exchange, monetary exchange. And so Jesus shows up. And when Jesus shows up, the laws created by the Pharisees and the Sadducees were equally as important as the laws of God. Now, theoretically, they wouldn't say that. If you gave them a question, uh, they wouldn't answer it like that. Like, what's more important, God's law or your laws? They would always say God's. But in practicality, it was both. So Jesus, is just prior to this, said, hey, look, you guys are abandoning the fifth commandment, and you're doing some things that are very sneaky and very tricky. But you're accusing my disciples of being bad because they don't follow your laws. So then he gets to this point. In verse 7 in chapter 15, he says, You hypocrites, you people who claim one thing but do another. That's what a hypocrite is. It, hypocrisy It's showing me two faces, showing me a sad face and a happy face, showing me a truth and a lie. At the same time, you hypocrites, well did Isaiah prophesy of you. So Jesus is going back to the prophet Isaiah is saying, this is what Isaiah said. And oh, by the way, when he said it, he was thinking about you guys. <laughs> he says this, this people honors me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. And in vain, listen, ready? in vain do they worship me, teaching as doctrines the commandments of men. So Jesus said, this people honors me with their lips. In other words, they go to church, they go to synagogue, they go to temple, they honor me with their lips on the street. They talk about how much they love Jehovah, they love God, they love the coming Messiah, how much they love that. But he said, their heart is far from me. So when the Jewish person uses the word heart, they're not talking about the physical organ in your body. They're talking about the area in your life where knowledge is possessed. There's about three or four things they're talking about here. So first is knowledge. When they talk about your heart, what do you know? What have you received into your life? What have you valued as important? And what do you keep as knowledge? The second is your love or your passions. What are you passionate about? Now, there's not a lot of explanation needed for that, right? I mean, if you have a hobby, you're probably passionate about it. I like to ride a bicycle. That's what I do for exercise. I'm passionate about it. Just bought a new one. I love riding a bike. Used to play golf. <laughs> Never got any better at golf, so I sort of uh, left that for riding a bike. And so whatever you're passionate about, then that leads naturally to the third aspect of your heart, your values. You do what you value and you value what you do. Let there be no doubt. If you're a business person going to an organization, you can read all of their value list. But if you don't see it played out, it doesn't matter. As a matter of fact, I would challenge you this. If you're looking for an organization's values or a person's values, just watch what they do. Because you do what you value and you value what you do. So Jesus said, here's the deal. You are saying with your lips, you love me. But with your heart, 
that knowledge that you value, that knowledge that you prioritize, that love, that passion that you pursue, the interests, the thoughts that fascinate your mind, and the values that you live out, well, they're far from me. And then he goes to the next verse and he says this, in vain do they worship me. Now the word worship, the etymology of that word is interesting. It comes from two parts, the word worth and the word ship. It means declaring the value of something. It means declaring and stating what is most important in your life and honoring it as such, because whatever that thing is brings the most satisfaction into your life and is the most true thing in all the world. So he says, in vain do you worship me. When you come before me, you're saying with your lips, I'm most important, but with your life, you're saying I'm not. Then he goes on, he says this. They also teach as doctrines the commandments of men. Isaiah prophesied 1,500 years before this point that there would be a class of Jewish leaders that would teach their beliefs over God's beliefs. And this is what's happened. Now, here's the challenge for you and me. Let's make sure that we know every day of our life what God says, not what people say. Now, what people say is important for friendship and connection, but it shouldn't guide our life. It shouldn't dictate what we believe. It shouldn't form and shape who we are as people. Follow God, believe the word, trust scripture, and we will all find unbelievable grace for our journeys. Let me pray for you. Well, Lord, we love you so much and thank you for today. Help us to know your word, live your word. And Father, we recognize right now, in order to do that, we must value your word above every other person's idea, opinion, or thoughts. Help us, Father. Lead us, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Man, I'm looking forward to talking to you next time, and we'll see you then.